Greetings, listeners, and welcome back to CougarCast. On this episode, students will be reading reviews that they've written on books they've recently finished. Up first is me, Mr. Lewis. It is I, Mr. Lewis, here to tell you about a book I recently finished. Sit back and enjoy this brief review of Richard Matheson's A Stir of Echoes. Matheson, author of numerous novels and short stories, is best known for writing I Am Legend and Twilight Zone classics such as Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. With a mere 224 pages, he brings us a thriller that starts with a dare but ends with uncovering a horrific truth. Set in 1950s, it is based on a character named Tom who attends a dinner party with his wife Maggie and through some coercion agrees to be hypnotized by his brother-in-law. Shortly thereafter, Tom develops telepathy, precognition, clairvoyance, and other psychic powers. His character suffers the burden of unlocking hidden secrets and driving him and his wife to the margins of sanity. I really appreciated many qualities of this book. It is a melange of stylistic elements including suspense, drama, mystery, and horror. Matheson's impressive ability to richly develop the characters whilst pushing the plot rapidly forward made it an engaging read. It certainly made me think about the notion of events that trigger paranormal activity or deepen awareness through elevated levels of perceptive capacity. As I read, I was continually thinking about how radical this book must have been when it was published in 1958. But then again, I wasn't really alive to talk about that time period, right? It did leave me grateful for only having one head to be inside, unlike Tom Wallace. I think this book would appeal most to an adult audience. I recommend it to readers of science fiction and horror. If you think literature exploring areas of parapsychology is rubbish, then this might not be your cup of tea. Read wisely, friends. This is Mr. Lewis, presenting a review of Richard Matheson's A Stir of Echoes. Hi, this is Stella, and in this podcast episode, I will be sharing a book review. The book I will be reviewing is One for the Murphys by Lindy Mullally Hunt. It is an impressive 224-page realistic fiction book. The main character, Carly, has a big leap that waits her. After a big bad scuffle with her stepdad, her mom, and Carly, she is sent to foster care until her mom will be released from the hospital. Can she find a place in such a perfect family? I loved the book right away, reading the first sentence, sitting in the back of the social worker's car. Makes me wonder, what is happening? When I finished the book, I felt like I knew Carly in numerous ways. Sometimes she is very kind, but sometimes her worries took over. I could picture everything happening. Miss Murphy, her boss, the mother crying, and my Mrs. Murphy and Mr. Murphy dancing together. I feel like the vocabulary is pretty much straightforward, but if there is a confusing word, you can infer what it means. I recommend this book to people who enjoy funny and serious books. Thanks for listening to a podcast review of One for the Murphy by Linda Mullally Hunt. Hi, my name is Chloe Barley, and in this segment, I will tell you about my favorite book, I Am Malala by Malala Yousafzai. It is an inspiring 188-page autobiography, impressively plotted, where Malala gets in a scuffle and is in a hospital temporarily. Malala is a passionate girl who fights for her rights to go to school. She is Islamic, but the evil villainy Taliban believes she is un-Islamic and plans to silence her, but fails. As the setting nestled into my brain, the author threw her hook out and caught me. 
I was hooked in her book. When I read I am Malala, I see her there. I see her school, house, and friends. In the book, the vocabulary was continuously breathtaking and vivid, like when she refers to the dinya. I didn't know what it was, but I could imagine what it was. I would recommend I am Malala to anyone who loves adventure in a breathtaking story. I hope you love I am Malala just as much as I did. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Venus. Today I'm talking about the book Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. If you didn't know, it's the first of the seven Harry Potter books by J.K. Rowling. This book is in the fantasy genre. I mean, there's goblins. This book has 509 pages and is a fast-paced action fantasy. If you want a little background, Harry lived with his aunt and uncle since he was a year old. He kept getting letters and was sent to Hogwarts, a school for witchcraft and wizardry. To find out more, you have to read the book. Rowling had me hooked since the first sentence. Quote, Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet Drive, we are proud to say they are perfectly normal. Thank you very much. End quote. And I cannot put the book down. The characters are well built, with the obvious main character, Harry. You either love him or hate him. He does whatever he thinks is best, but causes a lot of drama. I hated him, but it gives a new perspective to the story. If you read at a normal pace, it'll take you about a month to get through this book. If you are a fast reader, it'll take you about two weeks. I definitely recommend this book because it takes you on a journey that you never imagined. Thank you for listening to my review on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone by J.K. Rowling. My name is Allison Dobler and I am introducing a grim book that will keep you on the edge of your seat. It is called The Grim Conclusion by Adam Gidwitz. I would say the genre would be action-adventure or humorous fiction. Oh, and by the way, there are 384 pages in this book. Yes, this book is grim. Yes, this book is bloody. Yes, this book will draw you in and never let you go until you finish it. It is the grim conclusion. In this book, there is a couple that want nothing more than a child and well, you can guess what happens. But instead of one, they get two, Yurinda and Yuringle. They ha the two have crazy and very mixed up adventures that you can guess are very grim. The author hooks you right away with a little death that is sudden and unpredictable. The two main characters, Yurinda and Yuringle, are very likable. When you read their tales, it seems like they are adults when they are just little kids. Moving on to wording, the narrator says some big words, but then explains what they mean. Also, in some parts, the narrator will seem to speak to you and ask questions. Anyway, this story may be confusing, but your normal Disney stories will be replaced with grim and exciting tales. Thank you for listening, and I really recommend reading The Grim Conclusion by Adam Gidwitz. Hello, my name is Hannah, and this podcast episode is a book review with the one and only Cougar Cast. The book that I'm going to tell you guys about is called Smile by Raina Telgemeier. This book is a 213-page graphic novel. This is an impressive story about Raina's continuous teeth troubles. Raina takes a little fall on the way home from a Girl Scout meeting that causes big teeth troubles in the future. 
Will Reyna be able to survive all of these obstacles before having perfect teeth again? Reyna Telkemeyer is a great author, in my opinion. I love how she writes. She will have something exciting happen, and then a little less exciting, and the pattern continues. I was hooked to the book from the first few pages. At first, I didn't know what was happening, but right as the big boom happened, I couldn't put the book down. I would recommend this book because it really hooks you in and keeps you intrigued. People who like books that make you think of life in a different way will really enjoy this book. Thank you guys for listening to my opinion on the book Smile by Raina Telgmeier. For right now, I'm just going to focus on only losing the teeth that I haven't already lost. Hello guys, this is Zamboni Hawk, and this podcast segment is about a review on the book Star Wars A New Hope, The Princess, The Scoundrel, and The Farm Boy. The book is Star Wars A New Hope by Alexandra Bracken. It is a fantasy-themed adventure, and in the 311 pages, there is a fight for the rebellion, a hope of triumph over the evil empire. Three characters' views on surviving the Empire. It's a story of a rebellion ship getting wrecked by an Imperial ship known as the Star Destroyer. Rebel crew members shot to the ground, many captures, and it's up to a veteran Jedi, a farm boy, a scoundrel, and two droids to release those captures and go join the army of the rebellion against the Empire's battle station, the Death Star. The author was very descriptive of how the story went. I could clearly picture everything. When I started reading the book, it took me five chapters to really get hooked in, but I just wanted to see how the story went in a different way. I could really understand what each character was like and why they did something very important. I could imagine everything from planets to the laser battles, I could see what each spaceship even looked like. I was able to understand each vocabulary word since the words I already knew what they meant. I recommend this book to people who like to imagine and like Star Wars because you'll picture everything that's going on. I think if you're nine or older, you may like this book. Thanks for listening to this podcast segment on a book review about the book Star Wars A New Hope, A Princess Scoundrel. Hi, my name is Sabira, a part of the Cougar cast. I will be telling you about a great book called Abduction by Peg Carrot. This is an action-adventure book with 215 pages. In my opinion, I think this book is very interesting because of all the action. And the book goes like this. Five-year-old Matt takes a trip to the bathroom from his kindergarten classroom and finds himself in a car with his father that he has never met. After school, when his older sister Bonnie goes to the bus, she doesn't see Matt. Bonnie and her mom search for Matt but can't find him. Matt thinks he will never see his mom or sister ever again. Bonnie and her mom think they will never see Matt ever again. Matt has been abducted. When I first started to read this book, I really wanted to know what was going to happen next because I had a lot of questions and predictions. The chapters were easy to understand and so was the vocabulary, but the message was very deep. You could understand the characters clearly in imagined setting, but the book had a powerful message. I would highly recommend this book to anyone that enjoys action and adventure. 
Thank you for your time and listening about abduction by Peg Kurt. Hi, my name is Brenna, and for this podcast, I'm going to give you a book report along with some of my opinions about it. The book that I read is called Hatchet by an impressive author named Gary Paulson. In the 189-page book, there is an adventure that awaits the main character, Brian. Brian was heading to his father's house when the pilot suddenly had a heart attack. The plane crashed, but Brian made it out alive. Now Brian learns how to survive in the middle of nowhere with only a small hatchet and worn-down clothing. I loved the book right when I started to read it because an event in the book happened right away. Because when it said, without a warning, the engine coughed, roared violently for a second, then died. It gives you something right off the bat to be interested in. During the book, I felt like I knew Brian because it tells you who you are by how you act. By how Carrie Paulson describes the setting in numerous ways, I can tell where the story takes place most of the time. I feel like the vocabulary is pretty straightforward. For example, when it says he desperately needed the lake in front of the plane. I recommend this book to people who like action and adventure and people who like continuous shocking stories. Thanks for listening to a podcast review of the book Hatchet by Gary Paulson. Hi, my name is Georgia George, and this and in this segment, I will tell you about a book that I think you'll be interested in. This book is called Alex Ryder's Stormbreaker by Anthony Horowitz. This 234-page action and adventure book will pull you into England with Alex. And now a brief summary. Ian Ryder, Alex's uncle, died in a car accident, said the police, but Alex knows that's not true. He figured out, by looking in his office, that his uncle did not work at a bank. He was actually a top-secret agent for Britain. He got sent to kill his uncle's killers. But will he survive or end up like his uncle? It took a while for the story to get going, but I think it was worth my time. Also, it creeped me out when the first chapter was called Funeral Voices. Alex Ryder is very likable, and for me, I feel like I am him. I think of ways he can get out of a situation, and you can really picture the setting. It is not that hard. The vocabulary is fine, just every now and then there are some hard words, such as morgue. It looks like it says morgue you. I would recommend this title because it can surprise you in many different ways. People who like action-packed books will love this book as much as I do. Thank you for listening to my segment on Alex Ryder's Stormbreaker by Anthony Horowitz. Hey, I'm Mario. I'm here to review the book Loser for you, so sit back and get comfy for a great review. As you know, I'm reviewing the book Loser. The author is Jerry Spinelli, who I think is the greatest author of all time. The book has 218 well-thought realistic fiction pages. This book is a read to soak in and enjoy as much as possible. The end comes fast and in a good way. This book is about a loser named Donald Zinkoff. He loves school, his handwriting is magical in a bad way, and whenever he is happy, he yells, Yahoo! Everyone around him knows these things are weird, but he never really gets noticed for being a loser. But in the fourth grade on field day, Sinkoff is finally seen in the dense crowd. In the book Loser, the author hooked me in immediately by putting the main character, Zinkoff, in someone else's perspective in the first chapter. The characters are fun and somewhat easy to understand. Zinkoff, being the main character, is a very interesting boy who just does himself and only notices how abnormal and unliked he is at the end of fourth grade when everyone else notices it too. Reading the book, I became more and more connected to Zinkoff and his parents 
who thinks he is fine the way he is. The setting is extremely clear to see, but that might be because I'm in school and mainly the whole story is in school area. The vocabulary in this book is mainly easy, except every once in a while, Zeri Spinelli uses a word like atrocious to describe Zinkoff's handwriting or something like that. I would definitely recommend this book, mainly because it is very descriptive at the end, and also because the book reminds me of first grade and the other low grades. This book would be a great read for both a loser and a popular guy. Loser because it tells you to be yourself, popular guy because it tells you to give that loser a chance. Thank you for listening to this podcast book review, Loser, by Jerry Spinelli. Mario, over and out. Wow, fantastic job on this episode, Cougars. Please tune in again for another episode of CougarCast.